We're going to go straight into the Word of God this afternoon. Uh, we're continuing to speak the Word uh, from Easter. We're coming to the uh, conclusion of what Jesus has done in his assignment to us is the Church of Jesus Christ. Amen. I, after Christ was resurrected and after he ascended to heaven, he founded a church. I'm going to be giving a lot of scriptures which I encourage people to read when you go home. Amen. So Christ founded a church. The purpose of that church, it was a group that he called out of people. Their work was to carry on the work he did whilst he was on the cross. Amen. So Christ found a church. Church was not found by Jesus' disciples. Amen? 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 Church was found by Jesus Christ himself. He called people and then he made them disciples. Disciple means a student will learn from the feet of a teacher. So each and every one of you, you are disciples. Uh -huh. I'm your teacher, right? I'm giving you the word of God. I'm teaching you. So you are all my disciples. But I am Jesus Christ's disciple. So we are all Jesus Christ's what? Disciples. Amen. So Christ commissioned the church after his resurrection. Uh, give me Matthew 24, verse 14. And then I also want Matthew 28, verses 19 to 20. And then I'll give you more scriptures that you'll just write down and you can go and read at home. And then if there's anyone truly, I'll also want Mark 16, verse 15. I think what we're going to do, let's do this randomly today so that I have a lot of scriptures. I'm going to ask people to help us, to help me read, read the Bible today. It's important to know that whatever we talk about is biblical, right? And when you go home, don't say, ah, pastor preached and you rejoice. No. Be a student. Go and verify for yourself. Was she reading from my, is that what is written in my own Bible too? Don't just come to church and get the word and go home and say, ah, we come from church. No, 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 no. Go and listen to what the pastor was saying. Was she right? Prove the pastor. If you don't understand or you don't agree with the, what the pastor said, come on Friday. That's why we've got Friday Zoom meetings. You come and say, but pastor, you preached this. It's not in the Bible. Where did you find this from? Uh -huh. Be like the church of Beria. The Bible said the church of Beria, they used to read scriptures and they asked the questions. So be one of those people who refuse to be just, you know, spoon-fed the word of God. How about if I'm giving you heresy? Go read your Bible. Verify. What is the pastor teaching? Is it true or not? Okay? Be a student of the Bible. Don't be a church goer. Uh -uh. Be smart. This is a new generation. The world is asking questions and they're expecting you to respond to them. So make sure you get this information. You teach the world. He says, go make disciples. You can't make disciples without data information from the word of God. Amen? Amen? Now, Christ commissioned his church to go into the entire world, right? 
and preach the same message that he preached whilst he was on earth. Matthew 24, verse 14. Are we there? Can I have Matthew 24, verse 14? Piola, get Matthew 28, 19 to 20. Get me Mark 16, verse 15. Tapiwa, get me Acts 1, verse 3 to 8. Right. Amen. Let's go. Matthew 24, verse 14. And this gospel mm, that's powerful. And then the what? No, no, no. First of all, this is the what? The first one. And this what? And this what? What is gospel? What is gospel? Good news. Come on, everybody. What is gospel? So, what is the good news? <laughs> Read it. Come on, it's right there. Let's go. And this what? Good news of the kingdom. Let's interpret. What is the gospel? Everybody, what is the gospel? Good news, right? So, good news of what? <laughs> Hallelujah. Today, I want to talk something that we have been taught for a very long time. We have been taught gospel is the good news period. And then we end there. But I want to talk about the central message that Jesus Christ taught people every single day. Before, when he resurrected, I'm starting from last week, right? He's risen, right? So when he resurrected, there is one thing that he did. He gave us an order, a command, right? So when you are given a command, there's no compromise. Ask those who have been in the military. They will tell you, when the commander says advance, what do you do? Anyone who has ever been in the military? So, um, the good news, which is the gospel, is the good news of the kingdom. Hallelujah. So the predominant focus of mainstream Christianity, it talks a lot about the resurrection, the power of the cross, and uh, a donkey tied on the tree. Forgiveness and all those things, it's okay. To preach all those things, it's okay. But we want to look today, what did Jesus, when he was on earth for three and a half years when he did ministry, what was he talking about? What was the central theme of his preaching? What was he preaching about every time? What would you talk about? Wherever he goes, what was Jesus talking about? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In addition to dying for our sins, Jesus Christ came to earth as a messenger from God the Father. Amen? Malachi chapter 3 verse 1. Don't go there but put it down. It says, behold, I send my messenger, 
Malachi 3 verse 1, Behold, I send my messenger. That was John the Baptist, right? And he will prepare the way before me, Christ Jesus, in the Lord, whom you seek, will suddenly come to his temple. Even the message of the covenant in whom you delight, behold, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts. The messenger was John the Baptist. He went ahead of Jesus Christ, right? To prepare a way for him. So Jesus did not speak his own words, but the words that the Father gave him. John chapter 8, verse 38 to 42. Amen. He never spoke anything of his own. So this message was not primarily about himself, right? The message Jesus was teaching was not about himself, amen? But rather the good news from the Father. That's what he's trying to teach all of us. The good news from the what? The good news from the? Aha. Uh -huh. So he was ordained to be announcing this good news on earth. So for three and a half years, Jesus did ministry. Every single day, he was talking about the good news. While Christ Jesus was the most important individual during his time, the Bible clearly shows us that the gospel Jesus brought was not about himself. Do we agree? I gave you scriptures to prove that, right? John 8, verse 38 to 42. John 12, verse 49 to 50. John 14, verse 24. He was not speaking about himself. He was not preaching only about himself. So we are going to read one message that Jesus spoke about one more time. Matthew 24, verse 14. Let's read that one again. And then the end will come. He's telling us the end is not going to come until we preach the message of the the end is not going to what? Until we what? The message of what? Of the kingdom of God. The end will not come until we preach that message. So even if we need, they tell you the world is ending at, uh, in March. The message has not yet been preached. Right? We have not finished preaching. The message that Jesus taught us to go and preach. That's what he said. This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached everywhere. And then the end will what? And then the end will what? Will come. Amen. Let's look at um, which Piola give us what I gave you. What, what do you have? Matthew 28 verse 19 to 20. Uh -huh. And I will read. It says, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Mm -hmm. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. Go therefore and make what? 
disciples of He's Jesus. now giving an assignment to his disciples he had mentored and now he's now sending them to do their what? Their internship. Amen. They are going out for an intern, right? And now he's giving them order. What are you going to be doing out there during your internship? Up. These are the words that you now need to understand. You need to start again all over. Everyone, you must understand these words that Jesus is giving. Amen. Right? Yes. Go. Okay, read. Go therefore and make disciples. Go therefore and make disciples. Go nations. out into the world. Jesus is sending those who were training for three and a half years. Now he's giving them an assignment. He says, go out there and tell them what? And baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And Jesus went about, Matthew 4, 23, Jesus went about, we read that one, Matthew 9, 35. And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of... Aha. What was he preaching about? The gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Amen. Jesus, he went about all the cities and villages. This was mission. That was Jesus' mission, right? This was the mission. He went about in villages. You found it? The one I wanted? Read it. Which one is that? Oh, okay. Go ahead and read that one. It says, He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. And whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. But whoever does not believe will be condemned. Amen. Amen. Thank you. So, Jesus went about, Matthew 9.35, he went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among them. But he was preaching the gospel of? He was preaching the gospel of? The kingdom. Amen. Mark 1 verse 14 to 15. Now after John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Am I right, guys? Is that in your Bible also? Is this in your own Bibles too? Preaching the gospel of the kingdom, which is the good news. What was he saying? The time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Well, the Hebrew word uh, here, at hand, is at hand. They interpret it uh, as within, within you, among you. That's what it means when he says the kingdom is at hand. It means the kingdom is among you. Amen? Believe in the what? In the good news. The good news of what? The kingdom. 
<laughs> Believe in the good news. The gospel, right? The gospel of what? The kingdom. So, I, today I'm trying to help someone to understand that you are not ordinary. You are in the kingdom. Hallelujah. We are part of the. We are in the kingdom. It's all about the kingdom. Hallelujah. Luke 4 verse 43. It says at one point in his ministry, Jesus was about to leave an area, right? Um, Luke 4 verse 43. He was about to leave an area, right? Where he had been preaching for some time. Then people in that area tried to persuade him not to go. They wanted to say, please stay with us. You know how nice it is when you see anyone with a headache, they come and they are healed. And you know, Jesus, you know, Jesus used to give people food. You know that, right? You know, people used to love Jesus. They'll follow him, not to hear the message of the kingdom, but to eat fish and what? And bread. Miracle food. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. There are people who come to church just for blessings. They want God to bless them, but they don't really care about the God who gives the fish and the bread. Am I right? When you come to church, love God first, and then everything else you want to be added unto you. You must love God first. Don't love the fish and bread only. Because when you love fish and bread only, when you are full, you begin to sleep. In church, you do nothing. You sleep because you are too full. You don't care about whatever he's talking about. All you wanted was to eat. You were hungry, huh? He even asked them, Daddy Fibion, he even asked them, he said, are you coming to me because you want to hear this message of the kingdom or because I gave you bread yesterday? Oh, it's in your Bible. <laughs> Jesus also knew there are people who follow me just for blessings. We don't worship God just for him to bless us. Amen. We come to understand what he's teaching. And we follow what he teaches us. We are not only hearers, but we hear and do. Jesus, when they were asking him to stay, he refused. He said to them, what? I must preach. What? I must go and preach the kingdom. Right? I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also. Because, I love this one. Because what? Ah, come on somebody. Because. What was Jesus' purpose on earth? Right. That's Jesus' purpose. Simple. The Why? of his coming on earth. Remember in Genesis chapter 1 on verse 28, God created man in his own image after his own likeness and he said, let them have what? Dominion. Let them have dominion. You and me, we were given the dominion mandate. What is dominion? What is dominion? Come on, somebody tell me. What is dominion? Rulership one. Number two. Sovereignty number two. Authority number three. Power number four. You see, 
almost everyone forgets the key thing of what is dominion. Dominion is the kingdom. <laughs> dominion is what? Is the kingdom. God cannot give you kingship without a domain to rule. So kingdom means a king with a domain, period. Simple, that's what kingdom means. It means a king with a what? With a domain. What is a domain? Domain is a territory that a king rules. Am I right? Am I right? A domain is a territory or a land that has to be ruled by that king. You cannot be called a king until you have a domain. We can't call you king until you have a land that you are the one in charge of. Right? So God cannot give you kingdom without the domain. So God give, gave you the right to become kings. And the domain he gave you is where? Where is the domain? Where are you supposed to rule? On earth here. This is our domain. We are not going to rule in heaven. There is a God who is already what? Ruling in heaven. You can only rule where? Here on earth. Psalm 115 verse 16. It says the heavens belongs to? But the earth. But the earth. Come on somebody. But the earth. Come on somebody. But the earth. He gave it to the sons of men. He gave us the earth. That's our domain. That's our domain. You see, we are ignorant of who we are. This is why abuse, the devil abuse us left, right, and center. We don't have confidence in Christ because we don't know who we are in Christ Jesus. You know, when you don't know who you are, abuse is inevitable. You cry where you're supposed to be demanding. You understand? Kings rule differently than ordinary people. Today I'm not talking about being in the kingdom. I'll talk about that. I'll teach you that later. But I want you to understand that Jesus' message was all about the kingdom of God. That had come on earth. So when Jesus went down to hell, what did you bring? What did Jesus bring? He brought us back the dominion. Come on, somebody. He brought us back the what? That we lost in Genesis chapter 3. He went down after his death. Those three days, he was making a deal. He went down. He descended to hell. He picked up what men lost. He brought it back and he gave it back to us. What did he give to you? He gave you dominion back, kingdom back. He gave you rulership, sovereignty back. That's why his mission was about bringing back what you lost. The mission of Jesus was to bring back the kingdom, that MQ you lost. That was his mission. That's why he's teaching you. He's saying the purpose of my coming remember I always teach you what is your purpose on earth why are you born the purpose is the why W-H-Y the why of your existence is your purpose the reason why you were born the reason why you came to this earth Danford do you hear me the reason why you were born that's your purpose so now Jesus is telling you this is my purpose I came to bring back what you lost in Genesis chapter 3 
the kingdom. He brought it back to us. Don't be miserable Christians to be pitied by everybody because of ignorance. We must take the rulership, sovereignty. <laughs> we have the power. He says, you heard when he was commissioning disciples, did you hear that? When he was sending his disciples for internship, did you hear what Jesus said? He said, all authority has been given to me. And now I'm giving it to you. Go. Preach the good news to people. The good news of the what? Of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. For this purpose I have been sent. Uh -huh. Luke 8 verse 1 says, Now it came to pass afterward that Jesus went through every city, every village, preaching and bringing glad tidings. What is glad tidings? Gospel. What is glad tidings? The gospel. What gospel? Of the kingdom of God. He never preached all these things we preach about a donkey tied on a tree. That was not his mission. His mission was kingdom. That was his central message. That was his focus. The kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Luke 16 verse 16 to 17. The law and the prophets were until John. Let me talk to you today. The law and the prophets was until the law and the prophets was until what is he talking about? What is he talking about? To help those who want to talk about the law. He's saying it ended during the day that John finished the preaching. That was the end of teaching the law. <laughs> Hallelujah. So the law and the prophets were until. It means God all along was sending prophets. He was sending uh, those to teach you laws. To keep the laws. All those prophets, those teachers in the scripture, the judges. God was sending them to do what Jesus said. Finally came to fulfill one man by himself. Because all those prophets, they could not do what Jesus did at the end. None of them achieved what God had sent them to do. Amen. So he said the law and the prophets were until John. Since that time, come on. Since that time, what happened? Let's read it. Since that time. Yes, been what? And what? Ah, come on somebody and what? Everyone is pressing into where? Not into the church. Everyone is pressing where? Not into the church. Everyone is pressing where? Come on, somebody. Everyone is pressing where? Into the kingdom. Not into the church. You can be in the church for years, but not in the kingdom. Oh, yeah. You can be born again, but never enter the kingdom. So you have no benefits. <laughs> there are no benefits. You are not enjoying. Listen to me. You may have the key to the mansion. As long as you can't enter the mansion, you can't enjoy the nice bed, the hot shower, the nice dining, the nice TV, nothing. You cannot enjoy those benefits because you have not entered the mansion. 
So no matter what you do, as long as you are not in the kingdom, listen, accepting Jesus is a means into the kingdom. A lot of us, I grew up, I grew up not knowing that I'm not in the kingdom. I was at the door. All my years, I stood right in the, at the door, talking about the door, the door, the door, the door. Jesus is the door. Jesus is the door, the door. Jesus, the door. And Jesus is looking at me and saying, are you okay? Jesus says, I'm not the kingdom. Come on, I know this is shocking. Hey, yeah, I grew up Anglican, and I never heard about the kingdom message. Yet that's the central message. Jesus was preaching every day. What happened to our pastors? Come on. It's all about the kingdom, not the door. We need to enter into the kingdom. That's where benefits are. Benefits are in the kingdom of God. Not at the door, but inside. You got to enter. Jesus is the door into. Did you hear that, son? Into the kingdom. But all our lives, we are standing in the corridor. Jesus, the door. Jesus, the door. Yes, he's the door. So what? Open it and enter. And enjoy the kingdom of God. Enjoy the healing. Enjoy the blessings. Enjoy the power. Enjoy the anointing. Enjoy the breakthrough. It's right in the kingdom not at the door for how long are you going to knock the door the door, the door the door, the door and the door just says open me and enter in hallelujah so everyone is pressing into the kingdom and it is what easier for heaven and earth to pass away than one title of the Lord to fail. Why? Because Jesus had come to fulfill the what? Jesus came to do what? To fulfill the law. Amen. Hallelujah. He came to fulfill it. The law. He was. Old Testament was talking about Jesus from Genesis. I've taught you from Genesis to Revelation where to find Jesus. So if you don't know, go and get the tape. It's on our website where I teach you Jesus from Genesis to Revelation. Go find Jesus in your Bible. Old Testament, it talks about Jesus and the kingdom. It's all about the kingdom. The Bible is only about three things. Let's not complicate the Bible. It's just about three things. It's very simple. We are the ones who complicate the Bible, but the Bible is not complicated. It's so simple. It's about the king, the kids, and the kingdom. Period. That's the end of the Bible. It's just about three Ks. I call them three Ks, right? The king, the kids, and the what? That's what it is about. It's us who complicate it. We complicate it trying to make rituals where there are no rituals. Trying to bind each other and say, do this, do that. No, 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 no. It's all about being in the kingdom because he gave us the kingdom as a father. That's what it is. Don't complicate it. That's how simple the Bible is. Hallelujah. And now he says this gospel will be preached in all the world. Matthew 24, 14. This gospel will be preached in all the world as a witness 
to all the nations and then the end is going to come. This message of the kingdom will be preached throughout until the end. Hallelujah. So, I don't want to talk about what is the kingdom right now because of my time, but I just want to show you that the theme of Jesus, central message, was all about the kingdom. By the grace of God, I will explain to you what is the kingdom so that you understand how much you are missing. And one person the other day, I was praying, and I was praying, as I was praying, I, I was asking God for money. Mm -hmm. I want to be honest with you, right? We got to be honest, right? So I prayed. I was fasting. You know, God, I want this amount of money. I need to do blah, 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 blah. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, do you think I've got money here in heaven? You are praying, looking up to me, asking me for money. Do you think I have money in heaven? I said, but the Bible says money comes from you. He said, I don't have it. I, I brought it all to the earth. It's there. It's there. And then I said, but then how does I get it? He said, how does child of the president or the prime minister benefit from his father's uh, presidents? Amen. Amen. Don't let people tell you that poverty is, is our part. It's not. MQ, we pray, we speak prosperity. Do you know what prosperity is in the kingdom? It's commonwealth. We don't struggle for it. Son, it's common wealth. It's part of who we are. That's why we don't fast for money. <laughs> we don't spend time fasting for money. Uh -uh. We don't do that. So prosperity is natural in the kingdom of God. Come on. If you are in the kingdom, I'm, I'm not touching kingdom, okay. Let me preach about the central message that Jesus only preached. Don't touch me about the kingdom. Because I grew up being told blessed are the poor. For theirs is the kingdom. That's what I believed. This is what has happened to all of us. We don't believe the message of the kingdom because we are like a dog that was put on leash. And when they put the dog on leash, they took a beautiful, nice piece of meat. And then they, they bring it, the plate, they put it there. And then the dog would <laughs> pulled back by the what? By the leash. Tomorrow they bring the same meat again, put it there. The dog tries again to run and get it pulled back by the leash. After seven days, they breathe again, very close to the dog. The dog sat there, looked at the meat, looked again, looked again, did not make an effort to try and get the meat again. They went the following day, they removed the leash from the dog. They brought the same meat, exactly the same meat, Put it in front of the dog. The dog looked and looked and looked. Did not even make an effort. They brought it very, very close to his mouth. Baby, dog just looked and looked and looked. Never rose to take the meat. That's what happened. And we have been brainwashed with this gospel so much. Such that we don't think about, okay. So if they are saying, why is the Bible saying all this? 
You understand? And when the message comes, we don't receive it because we've been so told over and over and over that blessed are the poor. So when we teach the kingdom and the principles and what you're supposed to benefit, your mind, you cannot receive the message because already you have been drilled so much brainwashed that you think it's not the message. But that's the message that will set you free. That's the message that will set you free. Move you to the next level. Come out of this poverty. Come out of what the missionaries have taught us in Africa. Come on, Africans. We got to rise. Enter the kingdom. We are all equal before God. We got to get rid of this mindset. The missionaries came. They told us that blessed are the poor whilst they are taking our gold, taking our nation, taking our silver, and we are just praying, oh God, bring, bring back salvation. Come on, it's our time, Africans, to get the message of the kingdom. Come out of poverty, mentality. It's our time. It's our time. It's only the message of the kingdom that will liberate us from this mindset of poverty. That the missionaries put in us. We got to get rid of that mindset. Get in the kingdom. Jesus is saying, I didn't come to preach religion. I didn't come to preach church. I came with the kingdom. He came with the kingdom. Prosperity gospel. For what? No. We don't waste time with prosperity gospel because we are already prosperous in Christ Jesus. When you know what you benefit in the kingdom, you don't spend time over things that are necessary. A child of a president, Malaya, what do you call it? Sasha, Maria, whatever, whatever their names are. They don't come here without security. Don't ever fool yourself and think nobody's looking. Even if Obama is no longer president, don't ever fool yourself that you go close to that girl and she has no security. You're lying. You are lying to yourself. Why? It's part of the benefits of his father. Do you understand? It's part of the what? Sometimes you see a driving, this big car, you know, this expensive car, and you wonder, ha, ah, this little girl, when did she work to drive a car for 200,000? She's simply enjoying the father's benefits. It's not his. The problem when you are not in the kingdom, you own things. Ha ha! No, 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 no. When you are in the kingdom, we don't own things. We enjoy the things of our father. Benefits. Okay, I'm not preaching kingdom. Forgive me. I'm closing. I'm closing. Okay, the central message of Christ was the kingdom. There are so many parables in the Bible. If you look the parable in Mark 4, verse 30 to 34, Luke 13, 18 to 19, uh, he told them other parables. But every time he starts, he says the kingdom of heaven is like. The kingdom of God is like. Just to look at all the parables. Look at all the parables. Mark 4, verse 30 to 34. Luke 13, 18 to 19 and verse 33. Mark 13, verse 44. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. It's like treasure. Let me tell you, the kingdom of God is treasure. Blessed are those who find it. Your life will never be the same again when you find the kingdom. But if you find religion, you'll be miserable. Because re religion is not the message. 
Christianity is a religion, son. You rather be a child in the kingdom than be a church member in a religion. Religion is the problem cause of all the problems that we have. All this death, this wars, is because of religion. Slavery is because of religion. But when you find the kingdom of God, you are not a member of a church. You become a child of God in the kingdom. So you are part of the family. You enjoy what is in the family. That's what it means to be in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. He speaks about the kingdom of God. Matthew 13, 47, verse 50. He says, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that fisher folk threw into the seashore. Hallelujah. Matthew 13, verse 54, 52. He said, therefore every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like a master of a house who brings out his treasure both what is new and what is old. As I talk to you, may God help you to get rid of your old mentality so that he can give you a new mindset that is willing and ready to receive the message of the kingdom and remove the mentality of being a churchgoer and a religious person. You need to be wiped of that brain that has been washed all these times to receive and understand the advantages of being in the kingdom. Mark 4 verse 26 to 29 the kingdom of God is like a man scattering seed on the ground. Hallelujah! This was Jesus preaching. Matthew 6 verse 33 but seek ye first the kingdom. Hallelujah! He says the kingdom first. He was telling the non-believers you need to seek the kingdom first get into it then you have peace hallelujah John 3 verse 5 verily I tell you no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born again they are born of water and the spirit if you are here you are not born of the spirit and water you need to be baptized that, that's water for you to enter the kingdom, it's a condition. Be baptized in the water. You need to be baptized in the water first. Then you receive the Holy Spirit. Then you enter the kingdom. This is not me speaking. This was Jesus' words. Yeah. Hallelujah. Don't say my pastor said. Hallelujah. I love Luke 12 verse 32. When he says, do not be afraid. Little folk, for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. God is pleased to give us the kingdom. Why do we reject the kingdom? It is his joy that we live in the kingdom. He wants us to enjoy the kingdom. We got to enjoy the benefits of the kingdom. But we can't enjoy when we are at the door. Hallelujah. Now he's talking to those religious people. The Pharisees, the Sadducees, the scribes, the religious people. He's talking back to them. Matthew 23, verse 18. He says, Woe to you, trouble, suffering. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees. You hypocrites. He was angry, right? Jesus was angry. What are these guys teaching my people? What are they teaching all these people? He was angry. He says, Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees. You hypocrites. You shut the door of the kingdom of heaven in people's faces. You shut the door of the kingdom 
in people's faces. You are shutting the door of the kingdom in people's faces. He was angry. He says, no, will you let those enter who are trying to? There are people who are trying to understand why is Africa so poor? Why are we going through what we are going through? Why are we are asking our presidents questions they can't even answer us? Because we have been so brainwashed. But what will set us free is the ability to understand the kingdom of God. It is no race. It's neither white nor black. It is the children born into it. If you happen today to be born into Biden's house, you become family. Am I right? You become family in Biden, President Biden. It's family right now. It means if you are supposed to be born in Minneapolis, it's not going to happen anymore. You'll be in the most expensive hospital. In, come on, somebody, open your eyes. God is a king. Luke 11, verse 52. What sorrow awaits you, experts? Come on. What sorrow awaits you, experts, in religious laws? For you remove the key to knowledge from the people. You don't enter the kingdom yourselves and you prevent others from entering it. He was trying to tell, stop preaching this donkey tied to a tree. It's not the message. The message is the kingdom. The message is what? Kingdom. That's the message. Kingdom. Nothing else. Kingdom. He says, you are not even entering yourselves. You are out. Do you understand? You are in the corridor. You are not even in the kingdom. You are out there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to tell you that even after his resurrection, he didn't change the message that he was preaching. Uh -huh. After he resurrected, he continued to preach the message of the kingdom. Acts chapter 1 verse 3. And he, after his suffering, he presented, it was after resurrection, right? Acts chapter 1 verse 3. It was after Jesus' resurrection, right? And then after his suffering, he presented himself to them. Who? The disciples. And gave many convincing proofs. And he was, that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of how many days? 40 days. And what was he talking about? What was he talking about? What was he talking about? The kingdom of God. He didn't preach anything else. Hallelujah. So if you go through the four gospels, they are very clear that Jesus' primary message was about the kingdom of God. Yet, why is it so hard to find Jesus' message in today's Christianity? Why don't we teach this message of the kingdom wherever we go? We find all other things, seven steps to make it in business, seven steps uh, to, 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 to be a prayerful person, uh, seven steps to be this, seven, uh, ten steps to be that. How about kingdom wealth? How about kingdom freedom? How about kingdom message? 
I charge you today as a church. Preach the kingdom of God. Preach the message of the kingdom. Walk in the kingdom. Live in the kingdom. Enjoying the kingdom. Celebrate in the kingdom. Get healing in the kingdom. Get prosperity in the kingdom. Get a breakthrough in the kingdom. It is all in the kingdom. Let us all stand up. It's all about the kingdom of God. Where are you? Where are you? I'm calling you into the kingdom. I want to invite you into the kingdom of our Father. The kingdom that Jesus Christ preached to the people on earth. The kingdom of God. It will set you free. It has no gender. It's neither male nor female. It has no race. It's not for the whites or for the black. It's all for God's people as long you got veins and red blood in you. It's all about the kingdom of God.